Now, Shaggy, you play Scrooge, and Scooby's the ghost of Christmas past. We're talking the Nutcracker Scoob. Hit it. It was 1984. Shadow Fox coats were in. My Little Pony averaged $4.99. Michael Jackson's Thriller sold over 37 million copies. And Scooby-Doo was in a Nutcracker and a Christmas Carol mashup. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me are two very special guests. The first is a Totally Rad Christmas All-Star. From Tis the Podcast, it's Anthony Caruso. Anthony, what's happening? Thanks for having me back again, Jerry. <laughs> you know what? You definitely, my brother wanted to be the the most, uh, you know, the, the person with the most appearances, but so far you've nailed it. It's totally you. Uh, let's keep it going. And I, just out of curiosity, what's the ratio between my appearances and Tom? Like, you make <laughs> well, that I, gap widen. I think right now this makes your <laughs> seventh and his fourth. Oh man, Let, let's get to 10 before he gets a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I know a lot of that is just on your availability. Uh, <laughs> compared to him but that, he's just saying that to be nice tom don't worry <laughs> uh my my next guest uh is brand new to totally rad christmas it's joe martinez from the friday night faithful joe how's it going oh jerry yeah yeah how's it going man i appreciate you rolling that r like that you know uh, <laughs> in, I, I i don't i don't have it that good that good yet or that down yet but uh Nice to be on with uh, two uh, Christmas podcast uh, legends, I could say right now. Ooh, I like that. Oh, that good. That's the first time <laughs> we've been called that. No. Jerry, uh, I don't know about you, but like did, back in high school, did you ever think anyone would call you a legend? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was voted most likely to make a million. I don't know why, because I still haven't made a million yet, but. Uh... <laughs> hey. It, it's because you haven't released the totally podcast theme song, uh, totally Christmas podcast theme song, on uh, iTunes yet. <laughs> Once you do, that's it. I, you know what? I, I'm working on a, a full version because my daughter wrote some lyrics to uh, some, and some verses, and so I'm, I'm working on like a, a version of it. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what oh, happens. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't think anyone would buy it. Just maybe like you guys. That's it. <laughs> After that, I know Anthony, I, it's I gonna be hard to get him on. Too. <laughs> yeah after that he's not gonna want to come on anymore oh, no. <laughs> so so, so full disclosure we had matt urich of tgi podcast on our show last night recording boy meets world and jerry came up uh i think matt said if there was a if there was an award for the biggest hustle jerry would be the winner because like somebody announced he was he was very impressed with the speed where a lit christmas announced and within two minutes you were commenting on their post on facebook <laughs> trying to get them on onto your show oh my god <laughs> yeah. well that's the thing but i 
it, I've heard Jerry on more podcasts than anything, you know, <laughs> Jerry is everywhere, everywhere. It's funny. I think I like being a guest better than I like hosting my own show. Cause I don't have to edit anything. I just, <laughs> I just show up and talk and let everybody else do the work. <laughs> it's like we said the last time you were on our show, Jerry, you're the Thanos of the Christmas podcast network. You're collecting the, <laughs> everyone's stickers and merchandise. <laughs> and collecting stickers all over my, my laptop. All right. The infinity laptop. <laughs> it's all red and green though. It's all red and green for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not gold. <laughs> it's candy cane colored. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, so Scooby-Doo. What's your guys' history with Scooby-Doo? Uh, I'll let I'll let Anthony go first there. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you. So I I I love Scooby-Doo. I grew up with Scooby-Doo, like the whole franchise. I'm talking the original. Where are you, Scooby? Um, was that it? Where are you, Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo where are you? Yeah, Scooby-Doo. Where are you? A pup named Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I remember the hour-long specials where like they teamed up with the Globetrotters Ooh, and Batman and Robin and Batman. all those guys. Jam. Yeah, yeah. That, that was an awesome <laughs> one, yeah. Um, I remember Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School for a while. I remember oh, like... Yeah. Yeah. The 13 Ghosts uh, of Scooby-Doo? The 13 Ghosts with, uh, with uh, Vincent, Vincent Price. Vincent Price, yeah. That, that was, was awesome. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, and, and one of my favorites... Um, Oh God! It just freaking slipped my mind. It's gonna to come to me in a second. Uh, more recently, they they had that Mystery Inc. TV show cartoon, which is more of a long form mystery, which is really nice. good. Yeah, it lasted yeah. two seasons. Um, but I love. Uh, oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The best Scooby Doo movie ever, Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Like that <laughs> was like changed my life as a kid. I loved the. I loved the as a kid live action movies like. I love Scooby Doo. There's just something so fun, and um, you know, it's a it's a great intro to mysteries and horror horror in quote genre for kids, right? Right. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, I I just love the whole universe. I love Scooby Shaggy. I love the whole Scooby Gang, and uh, minus one very annoying co- cousin Oliver esque character. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, but I watched it uh, during the summer on Cartoon Network. It was on like every morning. I loved that. It was my jam. So it was. And cool. now it's on HBO Max. Uh, I was, and now it's on HBO <laughs> now, Max. Yeah. Yep. And I was, um, and I loved the most recent Scoob. I thought that was very good. I thought it was well done. Yeah, it very, it really was. My my daughter seven years old, so she's right in that genre right now, and she loved it. And. I don't know if either of you guys have read uh, Hanna Barbera do these kind of like um, I say darker in quotes comics about oh, the, their the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Scooby Doo one. This they did Flintstones, Jetsons, Scooby Doo, Space. Go- they did ev- everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Snagglepuss. Um, but the Scooby Doo ones are great. That was kind of like a Cthulhu. Like that was like a Lovecraftian like <laughs> take. It was awesome. Um, yeah. So, I'm- I know what I'm doing after. Well, yeah. after Justice League, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I liked you, Joe. <laughs> but but yeah, so when you invited me on for this one, Jerry, I was thrilled because I would I we haven't got to Scooby Doo yet on our podcast, even though they've done a few different Christmas things. And they um, have, yeah. They sure and, have. Uh, so I'm excited to uh talk Scooby Doo tonight. Well, I well, might be wrong, but this is the first uh 
this Scooby Doo's first Christmas uh, episode that they ever did. As far as I know, yeah, this is from 1984. Um, and so it's funny because like Scooby Doo, the original, the one you were talking about, Scooby Doo, where are you? That debuted in September of 69. And uh, there was quite a few iterations afterwards. This was considered the sixth and, or seventh, depending on like which website you go to. So the sixth one, it was called The New Scooby and Scrappy-Doo Show. And this is the second season of that, which they retitled. And that's why some people can you know, consider it like mm-hmm. a seventh incarnation. And it's called The New Scooby-Doo Mysteries. They kind of, in like the third and fourth they, uh, iterations, they kind of started focusing more on Scrappy-Doo and Scooby-Doo and aimed more at comedy rather than like mystery. They also mm-hmm. started introducing more supernatural things. And so this was kind of their way of bringing it back to where it came from, but also keeping Scrappy-Doo as like a comedic element. And so- Well, the these... 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo was, wasn't that Scooby, Scrappy, and Shaggy only? Mm-hmm. And then Vincent Price's and Ghost? Vincent Price, yeah. That, yeah. 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 So that, that, and that was an all supernatural. They it was had all, to keep, yeah, they, they were, to, they were yeah. like ghosts and demons. And I mean, it was like- you know, like I said, it scared me when I was little. <laughs> but you know, Vincent Price, man. I mean, who do, who isn't scared of a Vincent yeah. Price? <laughs> yeah, that was like yeah. that was such a weird. Like it was almost like he was. I know he was a ghost. He was like the ghost demon who was like trapped and helping them, like try to yeah. capture something like that. He was yeah. like a sorcerer. I I don't I don't even know. But it's just it was one of those that um, in this case they tried to bring it back to its roots, and so they had like. Daphne joined them again, you know, and so it was like Daphne, Scooby, Scrappy, and Shaggy. Uh, and then in, in this season, this particular season, the second one where they renamed it, um, they actually have appearances by Velma and Fred. And so like it's, they'd alternate episodes, you know, Fred would, would be this one and then Velma would be this one, which I don't know why they didn't do both. I, I guess it was just for variety's sake or, or maybe they were trying <laughs> to save some money. I don't know, but for some reason. Velma is... um. Speaking of Velma, getting her own adult cartoon on HBO Max. I, I, um, I saw that. Uh, Mindy Kaling is going to be voicing her, but it's going to be like uh, Velma-centric, like for adults, kind of like the Harley Quinn. Uh, oh, like the Harley Quinn. Wanna... Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, speaking of Velma, then Scooby-Doo. Yeah, she's getting one. I think it's premieres next year. Nice. Dude, <laughs> if it's like the Harley Quinn one, um, it, it's going to be awesome. I'm here for it. Oh, me too, man. <laughs> me too. As long as Kite Man shows up, I'm good. <laughs> Kite Man, hell yeah! As a deep pool, man. Oh man, he he actually plays a pretty important part in the War of Jokes and Riddles. So, <laughs> Harley Brown. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, his a, name. that's right. Yep. <laughs> so I, I, I'm like you guys. Like I, I feel like I've been watching Scooby Doo all my life. I didn't remember them having shows without Velma. To me, it's always been the whole gang there together. And I, I couldn't believe that they had, um, uh, I think one of the first things I texted Jerry was like, oh, no Velma? You know? <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, for the longest time, I, I always remember them being on there. And of course, I remember, uh, you know, Batman and Robin were, was a good lead into that. Mm-hmm. But, but not only that, the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, and, and everything like that. So I, I, I remember all of that, but I don't remember them not having Fred and Velma there sometimes. Yeah, there was a few, um, you know, a few of them where, where there was, like I said, it was just the three and it was kind of like, like, I guess they were on their own. I don't know. Maybe Mr. Inc. was taking a break, 
they were yeah. on a break. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but um, and hasn't Fred Welker been voicing characters since Scooby Doo premiered? Frank Welker, yeah, yeah. It's like Don Messick and Frank Welker, like between the two, have voiced every single like anything you know, voice animated. They're like been involved. Like right now, they're doing your voice, Anthony. Uh, Frank <laughs> doing your... <laughs> no, but... I'll shut up in your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, and and I did like how in um, that Scoob movie, that recent one, how they they had to go to Messick Mountain. You know, it was like a um, a nice little uh, tribute to to you know Don Messick there, uh, the voice of Scooby Doo, which. I thought it was really cool that Frank Welker then took over for him for that movie, you know, since yeah. uh, he normally just voiced uh, Fred and then, you know, a few voices here and there that, but yeah, I mean, those guys, they've been like the staples of, of Scooby-Doo and like just anything like Hanna-Barbera, Hanna-Barbera it's like Don Messick and Frank Welker. Yeah. They're all over it. All mm-hmm. over it. Like they're well, we talked about like bonkers. Frank Welker, I think probably for our Flintstones Christmas one last year. And uh, Mm -hmm. I just remember reading his credits and his credits, like any cartoon in the 70s, 80s and 90s, you can think of this guy's voice, did a voice. Well, and even, I mean, even just live action, like animals, he does like so many animal voices. He was like the gremlins, the troll. (laughs) Uh, He was in Flight of the Navigator. I mean, of course he did Transformers and I mean, dude's just like all over the place, you know, and everything. Uh, I think you might say he's the Jerry Davila of animation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, as many guests as Scooby Doo had over the years, you know, they're rivaling Jerry here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a guest appearance coming on uh, Scooby Doo coming up. No. <laughs> Scooby Doo and the Haunted Podcast. <laughs> I, I might be wrong, but didn't they, they, they did one with Kiss recently. Kiss, um, I think they did. Kiss, yeah. yep. mm-hmm. And as a wrestling fan, you know, they they did one with uh, WWE. Uh, nice. um, you know, I've always been a big time uh, wrestling fan. You know, uh, even did... though my kids don't like it anymore, you know, I'm still yeah. hanging on. Every now and then I still see them advertising their straight to DVD movies. Like mm-hmm. I think most recently they had like some kind of time travel. They got sent back in time to like medieval times. I remember yeah, seeing commercials yeah, yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me, honestly. <laughs> uh, they they hustle they hustle like Jerry Dabala. That's for sure. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get gotta get it somehow, you know. <laughs> Jerry, I just love how that's like a joke throughout the whole network now. <laughs> it's, it's so funny because I'm, I'm off, all the Christmas podcasters. <laughs> it started off with like like an inside joke, like just for us, you know, Christmas podcasters, and now it's like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gotta I gotta uh, get the guys to get you on uh, on the podcast here uh, on the Friday Night Faithful uh, page that we're on. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Jer- Jerry's gonna be on like every podcast. You know, I'm gonna turn on something completely random one day, <laughs> and it's gonna be like with guests, Jerry D. True Hollywood stories. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna be something like about. Uh, it's gonna be like, gonna be like true, gardening, true, true, true crime garage, there. with our host Jerry D. 
it's, no, like, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a christmas lighting a lighting show you know be well, with his background where he works welcome okay, to the, good welcome yeah. to the green thumb and now we have our <laughs> special guest <laughs> it's like all about gardening something i know nothing about but i'll, I'll be guesting on it <laughs> then he's gonna once his music career gets going forget it you know he's gonna forget all of us little people no never <laughs> i'm just kidding i mean you're not little people <laughs> oh man um did you guys remember this one though? This particular episode, the Nutcracker Scoob. I ha- had vague memories of this one, but I, when I put it on, like certain things stood out to me, yeah. like the three of them dressed as Santa's elves, yeah, and like, um, but I, if you had asked me to recount the plot, I could not have done it for you. <laughs> well, after seeing it, can you still do it? <laughs> I, I, I gotta admit i watched it like two or three times and there were still some things that i i, I was laughing i was laughing through it you know oh, there, was, sure. there was a yeah. lot of stuff that, that had me going maybe it took me back or or something like that but but it had me going nothing scrappy did but you know everything <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i love that's the one thing like everybody can agree on is that scrappy do was annoying <laughs> yeah, like, uh, we, we were talking we were just talking before you came, hopped on joe uh <laughs> Do you remember the live action Scooby Doo movie? As awful as it was, Scrappy Doo turned out to be the villain, and how awesome that! Like that was yeah, like a yeah. stroke of genius. Yeah. Just like jealous Scrappy Doo, like. But that's got to be for like the the director had to be like an old fan, right? Because he's like, who who does everyone in Scooby Doo fandom kind of hate? It's Scrappy, it, you know. It's Scrappy, always Scrappy. Um, the one thing that I did remember about this and not the particular episode, uh, cause really the only thing I remembered about the episode was, um, was like you mentioned the, them dressed as elves, but also the, uh, the ghost, the way he looks like all white, but kind of like the ghost of Christmas, you know, future. Yeah. Um, yes. So I kind of remember that, but the thing that really stood out was a theme song. Cause it was, they were trying to copy like, uh, I don't know, maybe Michael Jackson's thriller oh. or, or, I mean, it was definitely like late seventies, early eighties, you know, and they, they even have the monsters like doing the, the back and forth kind of thing. It <laughs> gave arms. me very much Jackson five bill. Yes, uh, it did. Feel which like fits because they were on the show. I remember them being on Scooby-Doo, the Jackson five. Were they really? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 that. I, wow. That's cool. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Well, I just, uh, you know, it's like, I remember, you know, the, the has a little, you know, little groove, you know, you know, it's got that, little, you know, that kind of, that, that kind of vibe. It, it, you know? it was funky. It was, it was, it was funky. funky. It, it was great. Late 80s, Scooby-Doo. I mean, early 80s. Yeah. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just. It's right on point. Like, they got it, man. <laughs> So I did remember that. And then other than that, I just, same thing. I, I only remember the green elf costumes and and not really much else about it. Um, so it was kind of cool to watch it, but at the same time, like they really threw in a lot. I mean, it's, you know, I mentioned it's kind of like a mashup of, of a nutcracker and it, it's like, if you, if you were to take the nutcracker, a Christmas Carol and Scooby-Doo and just like put them in a blender, you'd, you'd come <laughs> out with like this episode here. <laughs> oh, what's funny to me is I felt it was more a Christmas Carol than a Nutcracker. It really yes, was like, yes, like yes, why did yes. why didn't they call it that? And the only reason I think is because they needed to have the gem come out of the <laughs> of the Nutcracker, uh, yeah. and it'd be the 
star of the show. And him to be the star of the show. Yeah, yeah it's it, it really is like much more. I mean, so much so that you have the Ebenezer Scrooge character. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Nickleby, Mr. Nickleby. Uh, yeah. Nice little Dickens reference there. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, they have that. They have a ghost, the, the ghost of Christmas never, which I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> they had Mrs. Featherwig. Yes. Miss, yeah. Like Fozzywig, Featherwig. And then uh, what was the, the one that cracked me up? The, the you mean coach. like Fezzy wig, Fozzy wig. Fozzy wig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> Did I say Fozzy wig? I didn't even realize I said it. <laughs> I was, like, I, I paused for a second because I was like, do I correct him? Is no, I'm glad you did because I didn't even notice I said it. <laughs> but it, it was That's how good a Muppet things... Christmas Carol is, yeah. folks. <laughs> it, it, it was one of the things that I wrote down because it, it, it fit. You know, I was like, oh, there, there we go. You know, they, they had references everywhere. And they had Tiny Tina. Tiny Tina, yeah. Yeah. And what was the name of the cook? It was something, it was like another play on... This is Muffin Stuffer. Muffin Stuffer, Muffin yeah. Stuffer, something like that, yeah. <laughs> but, it's like, okay. That's like a very Dickensian name, you know. <laughs> and and here's for me, because this is what, early 80s. Um, was Tina Mexican? Like, I, I, I don't, you know. <laughs> I, don't was, know. I, I felt like, I was like, oh, there, there's my girl there, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Tina Srasa. So. But that that voice of hers though was uh, it, kind of, it did get to me after a while. I'll be honest. <laughs> she was a cute little cute little character, but <laughs> that that high pitched squealy kind of voice was just like oh like yeah like okay yeah. <laughs> but so 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 I thought about that and I was like because again, uh, Jerry could probably. Uh, uh, Filling with me here, but uh, early '80s, we weren't seeing too many of too much of that on on TV Not or really, on, no. in cartoons at all. No, like Speedy uh, Gonzalez, which they're trying to cancel now. So <laughs> <laughs> you see how that goes. <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, this is a. I mean, it was a very interesting episode here. Mostly two part episode. Two part, yeah. So uh, one thing yeah. I did notice was that it was either like an eleven part, I mean eleven minute like mini episode, or they would have like a two part, you know, full 22, 23 minute episode. And so this well, is one of those where I guess they just had too much plot, and so they had to do it in two parts. <laughs> this is actually the last episode of the series. Last of episode, this. yeah iteration of the new scooby-doo mysteries which you know if you're gonna go out with the bang might as well do it with the christmas carol i mean everybody yeah. else does yeah, <laughs> everybody they should, else does they should have brought back velma come on yeah they, they yeah for had, the last episode for the last, they could have had yeah. both i think it would have been just that much better uh but it like the whole thing opens up with like a big um deck the halls type number where you know, they're everybody's singing and then they start getting like real character specific things like Daphne's wearing yeah. Chris Kringle's, you know, or Daphne's dressed like Chris Kringle or something. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Fred is singing a little jingle. I don't, you know, they try to rhyme it and then fa la 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 la, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Daphne was one of my snow. childhood cartoon crushes, by the way. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> uh, I, I was a Velma guy. Really? I yeah. Didn't really, I didn't really start to dig Velma until uh, Linda Cardellini played her. Oh, no, <laughs> I was dude. Like, oh, it was, Velma. Yes. It was totally. She, she always gave that little uh, nerdy chick vibe, man. Which, <laughs> I, I was a little nerd, so we're right there together. <laughs> so she, she got you. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Uh, but they're, they're getting ready. They're staging this play. It's like for an orphanage. And it's like every year they, they put on a Christmas pageant, and it's they always include the Nutcracker in it. So they're getting ready to, they're getting it all done. 
and uh you know hijinks you know with like punch bowls and stuff like that but really this is where we we start to get already kind of some um you know, a hint of this nutcracker because right away they find it and they're like, what should we do with it? And tiny Tina's like, let's put it on the very top of the Christmas tree, which I've never heard of, but cool. Okay. <laughs> yes. I was going to ask you guys, cause uh, again, you guys are the Christmas experts, especially you, Jerry, working at the Christmas store. <laughs> are there, uh, are there nutcracker top tree toppers? I mean, I feel like there have to be, but I, I've never There's seen a one topper personally. for it everything i've seen i've seen them i don't know anyone who uses them but i've seen them in stores oh okay so yeah we don't sell them in our store um but i feel like you're right like we have like a yoda tree topper so why not have uh you know, i mean they have the death star tree <laughs> they have a death star tree topper, so, <laughs> so that is the way have, you know, you know nutcracker. <laughs> but but it's an old antique one and they're just like hey put it on the top of the tree all right let's do it so they go ahead I, and do it. And I imagine the people that have multiple trees in their house maybe have a, a nutcracker tree. Yeah, oh yeah, I totally see that. And I wouldn't doubt if they actually like put a you know a little beard. Doesn't on Todd it have and, a nutcracker tree? Todd or his probably mom? does. Now that you meant now that you mentioned that, I could have sworn I saw he had like a nutcracker themed tree. I don't know if he had a topper, but I think he has a nutcracker themed tree. He probably <laughs> does, or or his mom does. I mean, I know they have like a, a ton of trees. We just have the one. We, we're pretty, you know, we're, we're just old school. So we just yeah. do the one tree. But, I have three trees, but I only nice. put one up because I'm in a one-bedroom apartment. So when I have a house, I'll have all there of them. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we do the old, uh, our newest one, we'll keep, we keep inside. And then uh, when I decorate outside, outside. I, I put a couple trees out there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's always cool. Uh, My neighborhood's this... still old school. They, they, everyone uh, tries to decorate and stuff like that. But uh, when we first moved out here, no one did really. And and you know, I I have small kids, so I mm-hmm. you know get it get out there and get it. You done have with to them. do it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to kids, go to your store, Jerry. My kids just want blow ups like all the time. It's like, no, because they look terrible during the day. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't look terrible if you don't deflate them. When well, we that's used to have, true. But <laughs> when we used to have blow ups, my parents never deflated them because they thought it looked terrible. So they just kept them running. They just kept them going. <laughs> for seven all day. Um, Could do but, that. Yeah, that's true. But speaking of Christmas decorations, that's just. So Scooby Doo has transcended. Like there are blowups of Scooby Doo in a there Santa are. hat. Uh-huh. Yeah, there yeah, are ornaments of Scooby. Uh-huh. All sorts yep. of things. Yeah, and uh, tons of Hallmark ornaments of Scooby Doo oh, yeah. and the gang. Yeah. So like he has made such an impact on pop culture that he, you know, he, he has permeated yeah. the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, next thing we're seeing is we're going to see the Jerry Dava. Uh, blow up <laughs> with the way he transcended all the Christmas podcasts here. Very I'm detecting a theme here. Popular man, popular man. Uh, I don't need one of me, but maybe totally rad Santa. That would be fun. That would be awesome. Oh. With the keytar <laughs> with the keytar. Yeah, there's got to be someone that does custom blow up. <laughs> no, I'd 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 want a blow mold like like one of those old school blow molds of totally rad Santa. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, you'd have to for the '80s podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, I, I was telling Jerry last time, Anthony, uh, that I talked to him. I said. Uh, you know, with everything going retro nowadays, like, you know, everything's a throwback. Jerry can kind of use that retro pipeline to cover some of the some of the newer stuff because it's all going back to the 80s. 
The eighties is is reborn in the years uh, twenty twenty here. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, I'm I I think I'm contributing a little bit to that. You know, I have just <laughs> my little pinky toe in the door there, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, this as far as uh, our villain goes, we finally get our big bad or who we think is the big bad uh, in, in Mr. Nickleby here. And he's the, uh, <laughs> or Winslow Nickleby. He's like the Scrooge guy. And he has like a pet cat uh, that of course, you know, Frank Walker, <laughs> he, he voices the cat, uh, but he comes in, he wants to like, uh, he offers to, to buy the place. And what he knows that they don't know is that, you know, in the will left to the, the building, the orphanage is um, an emerald, but no one knows where it is. And so at this point, we, we don't know anything about it. We just, all we know is that he's coming in and he's offering like $5,000 and they're like, well, it's worth way more than that. And, you know, no, no, it was, uh, Tina's quote was it's chicken feed. <laughs> That's chicken feed. I had, to listen to it, I had to listen to it a couple of times. So I was like, did they just bleep this little girl? But no, it was chicken feed. Chicken feed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Scrappy and the cat almost uh, get into a little fight. <laughs> oh, I'm so wishing that cat would take him out. <laughs> <laughs> no love for Scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's Scrappy blow-ups, by the way, too. So <laughs> there are oh, scrappy, yeah, who, there want, are who wants that on their... Uh... There are some, I mean, there are some scrappy lovers. Uh, as a as a kid, I liked Scrappy. I mean, now as an adult, it's like, oh, what was I thinking? Oh, Jerry, if you were walking around saying puppy power, oh my god! No, I didn't say pu- well, puppy. Well, no, I, I might have, power. I might have said that. Oh. I'm not going to say I didn't. I might have. <laughs> okay, Anthony's getting to gag me with the spoon already with his uh, puppy I'm power. Not say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Spoiler alert! Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's the worst line from the worst character. Yeah, it really is. But I used to love it when he would say it, puppy power, you know. <laughs> Uh, and I thought it was cool, but you know, I liked superheroes. So I was like, Oh, he's got a, he's got some power or something. You yeah. Know, I, I didn't know a little kid. So <laughs> I think I'm excused <laughs> for that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. We talked about him earlier when we were talking about the, the, um, the people voicing him, but Casey Kasem did Shaggy for the longest time. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. And his voice, I mean, when he's regularly talking and Shaggy's voice, hey, that is not a match at all. So, man, he, he had to be, I mean, he was everywhere, too, just like uh, with all the Hanna-Barbera stuff and everything. I did like, uh, before we get back into it, I did like how <laughs> in the new movie, <laughs> I would, you know, they're, they're interviewing, it's like Fred, Daphne, and Velma are interviewing the bowling alley attendant. Mm. And she's like, yeah, he was, you know, it was the dog or whatever. He's like, he, he was with this kid that said like all the time. It was almost as if it was some 40 year old's idea of how a, a hippie, you know, teenager would speak. <laughs> Shaggy always did give that, uh, like uh, yeah, hippie, hippie vibe off. Yeah, he sure did. The Scooby Snacks and everything like that. They were alliterating something else, but, you know. I mean, they then they spoofed that in the live action movie. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, they start rehearsing for the play, and this is where we get our, you know, our ghosts. Because, you know, you got to have a ghost in, in the Scooby-Doo. And it is the ghost of Christmas never. And, of course, <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy are like, like, that's Christmas not in the script. He looks like Christmas yet to come. 
What's that? He looks like Christmas yet to come. He, if he took look- a lesson from Moon Knight and went all white so people could see him coming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that. Yes. We got a Moon Knight. But he's got reference. a big old scythe, which makes it even scarier. Uh, yeah, yeah, he he looked awesome. It was a good design. Yeah. It was a cool design. It was a cool design. I, yeah. But I, I didn't like that right away once you heard the voice. You were like, ah, that's not a that's not a guy. Yeah. I, at least I thought that. I, I don't know if you guys got the same vibe. I'm sure if I'd seen it when I was a kid, uh, and I'm sure I did. And yeah, I, I wouldn't remember have but it. But I'm sure I yeah. wouldn't have been able to tell. Nowadays, yeah. I mean, now that I'm older, I can totally tell. Uh but yeah, right. The ghost starts chasing them, and of course they <laughs> they pull one of the old like Bugs Bunny type things where they just dress up all of a sudden and yeah. <laughs> start trying to fool them that they're Santa's elves and Santa's on his yeah. way. Don't be bad, and they put him in a sleigh and just like slide him down. <laughs> Trying to get rid yeah, of him. that was but classic Scooby Doo. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean it was just everything about it was you know Shaggy and Scoob trying to trying to trick their way out of it because they're pretty much cowards and. Uh, but the ghost manages to come out of that thing and he just keeps going. It's like he's unfazed by running, you know, smashing his sleigh into like a big old tree, (laughs) (laughs) which I thought if I remember correctly, I think that's bad. I think it's bad if you, (laughs) if you're sliding down the snow and you run into a tree. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, the ghost, like, you know, he, he comes after them. They all run. They, you know, run into a pile of snow the ghost disappears they can't find him but when they go back inside the whole theater is like a mess and so they're just they're looking and and they find a clue and it's a lapel pin with you know wn (laughs) on it and so 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 i have a question for you guys watching it as an adult Uh obviously you know there's always somebody under the mask right (laughs) so you're always looking at all the people around them to say who is it were you able to pinpoint that it was nanette uh no i didn't no (laughs) i wish i could say i did i wish uh, and i'm sure it's like obvious but no i i didn't think it was nanette i i i don't know why i thought it was going to be um the the chef but stuffer yeah <laughs> I, I thought it uh, one it looked like an nm or it's an nm right uh first and then you know when they flipped it over of course but it could have laid on the side too and been like an eg like I, I i was looking all over the place now first i thought it was the uh the older lady uh for a second there just because i i got that womanly vibe from it but then once uh what's her name got all on fred and she was getting all close and and uh dusting him off there i was like ah i don't know about this one <laughs> she seems fishy <laughs> did you like, so i feel I, like you did <laughs> well and then i was like you know well i don't want to brag i was like it's definitely not like nickleby it's an obvious choice it's yeah like yeah it. i knew it wasn't him uh, so I was trying to figure out who, you know, the Mr. Or I, I was trying to figure out who it would be. And I I just didn't put two and two together. I, I guess I'd make a lousy detective. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Magnum. Sorry, uh, Batman. Don Johnson. But I guess I can't I can't hang out with you guys. So <laughs> we can't all be Batman, Jerry. No, no, no. I'll be Moon Knight instead. <laughs> you know, Speaking we, of, need, we need Robins in the world. 
you know. Oh, oh. low blow, man, low blow. <laughs> at, at least three or four. <laughs> uh, I was talking about myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I want to be the sidekick. I don't want to be the main guy. He he gets all the flack, you know. I, I'll just hang out on the side. Um, they decide to go pay a visit to pick up some cookies uh, at Mr. Nickleby's uh, estate because I guess their their chef uh, bakes cookies for the orphanage randomly. I don't I don't know if just she's like yeah the, uh, make cookies for you. I guess the uh, cookie scene was a little I thought a little off. No, but so they get there and you know she's like I made nine dozen cookies and they're like that's not enough. Let's make more and so they they make some cookies and. The, the gingerbread men that they make, which they make like ridiculously fast, like start dancing out of the oven. Yeah, that was a little random, wasn't it? I guess they're trying to put as much nutcracker in there as they can. I don't I mean, know. There's some little Christmas magic there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I'll, I'll buy it. Magic. I'll buy it. Well, you know, Scooby-Doo, Supernatural. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, didn't they, didn't they do a, a Supernatural crossover? With the show? Oh no! What what they did was supernatural. Yeah, they did a whole the, like uh, one of the ghosts or demons transported them into Scooby Doo world. It was animated, <laughs> and awesome. um, <laughs> like Dean was so into Daphne, and like got so pissed whenever friend would like over and put his arm around her. It was such a great episode. It's funny though because I, well, uh, it was it was funny too because. Okay, no, no, so like, because they they're in the Scooby Doo world, and they know like <laughs> they know like a demon sent them in there, and like Fred's like, there's no such thing as demons. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so like the monsters, the real monsters in the animated world too, it like bloodily decapitate somebody, and like it causes it, it causes the Scooby Day to spiral into crisis. Like, oh my god, it's real, it's real, it's real. <laughs> and, like, <they're> so <laughs> It's funny though, because you know, as much as 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 everyone pairs like Fred and 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 you know Daphne together, she's hangs out with Shaggy a lot. A lot. And uh-huh. So I don't know. I think I think Shaggy and Daphne might be. Might I, be I'll say this: Fred that. may be the one she was into when they were in high school, but people go for the nerds later in life. Boom! Nailed it. <laughs> 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 Good thing for us three. <laughs> one photo guy. Um, it, go ahead. Yeah, I I I deep dive pretty pretty good into this, and um, a, a lot of the Hanna Barbera team. Uh, later on in our lives, went on to do uh, Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Um, uh, Paul Dini came from the Hanna-Barbera. Uh, he started off in Hanna-Barbera and then uh, went on to do uh, Batman the Animated Series, which for me was, oh, that's it. I think he that's worked on uh, He-Man as well. Yes, yes, he worked on He-Man. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm looking forward to the new He-Man coming out as well. Oh, but, yeah, me too. Yeah. We'll talk about that when it comes. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, but while they're there, Nanette introduces herself and she's the maid, the French maid, and she starts <laughs> dusting everybody because that's what maids do, I guess. And she reminded me of Yvette from Clue. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> Good call, yeah. Uh, no, I just want to powder my nose. Uh, but, <laughs> but as they're, uh, you know, they're, she's like, I heard Mr. Nickleby, he, the most horrible thing, he wants to take over or he's got a secret plan or whatever. So they go to investigate 
you know, as kind of like her tip off, which again, kind of tells you, okay, something's not right with this lady, or at least it tells you, cause it didn't tell me. I, I, I was still looking at his muffin stuffer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so he talks about, it's Mr. Nickleby and his lawyer. And he's talking about like his, his friend, you know, once his friend is through with them, they're going to, you know, they'll be sorry or something and, and it'll be theirs. And of course, they also mentioned the uh, the emerald, and so they decide to come up with the plan because they think now he's in cahoots with the ghost that uh, they need to somehow get a look at that will and figure out like where this emerald is or how this emerald is. So Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy disguise themselves as chimney sweeps (laughs) (laughs) with the mustaches and everything. Yeah, and uh, complete with the accents, you know. Uh, That's the right. Yeah. Accents, yeah. Uh, give me a little. Uh, the Dick Van Dyke accent. Yes, the Mary Poppins, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just so funny because, like, of all the things they could disguise themselves as, why chimney sweeps? Is it just to complete that a Christmas Carol? like feel you know just to keep in that vibe are you are you asking why scooby and shaggy decided to disguise themselves as some random thing it's about their whole ethos yeah. that's how they get out of everything you know <laughs> but but it just i i don't know i think it was just the like why the chimney sweeps in particular that they kind of got me wondering like why you know why not something else you know um, why not Collecting for the poor. I mean, I, there's just so many other things. They jump straight to chimney sweeps. You know, everyone needs their chimney cleaned around Christmas time, right? I guess Santa's so, got to come yeah. down a clean chimney. So. And of course, I, well, I, I just think Santa cleans it on his way down, like with his <laughs> rubbing it up against the walls. So. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> or the Grinch, if it's the Grinch. <laughs> uh, but while Shaggy and Scooby, you know, sweep, then Scrappy takes the time to take a Polaroid, which I loved, of the uh, of the will. <laughs> Got to have that Polaroid, man. Uh, uh, yeah, now, uh, Scrappy is Scooby's nephew, correct? Yes, that's correct, yeah. But Tina was calling him Uncle Scooby the whole time. Yeah, and I think that's just that thing you do. I mean, we do that with our kids, too, with, like, our friends, you know, say mm-hmm. say bye to Auntie Amy or something, you know. It's, uh, oh. you know, she's not related to us. We just, we say that because she's our, a friend of ours. So, I mean, that's, like, the whole Tina thing. Which, yeah. at the I'm end... I'm telling you, she does, is Rasa. <laughs> right? At the end, does make me wonder, though, like, so there was a present for her, and it was Scooby himself. Like, does that mean she now owns Scooby or... Uh, or does she just not get a present? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, Shaggy was like, this dog gets me into nothing but trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Here, he's for you. <laughs> uh, she probably but, said, this is chicken feet again. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, so they're, you know, they, they're examining the will. Of course, they're reading the fine print with the microscope. And uh, they discover that there's like a little rhyming couplet kind of thing. You know, a, a pair of couplets, maybe a quatrain, I suppose, um, that says like where the emerald is. I mean, it's a will. Like, why would you go through all this trouble? Just leave the whole thing. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and and I, I know I'm like you know nitpicking here, but I really did love this episode. So <laughs> it's just no, I did. A couple I of did things, too. Couple of things here, there that just like wait, what? Uh, this episode was like gave me a lot of christmas feelings like right? yeah. it really did I th- well i mean it should i mean they they crammed a nutcracker and a christmas carol and <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> they stacked it 
That, and, you know, it did have those uh, Christmas moments to steal from just the podcast a little bit. Um, um, you know, it, it had that moment in, in the, the show where, yeah, yeah, the Linus moment where um, uh, Mr. Nickleby comes back and he has a change of heart because his cat got saved by Tiny Tina. By Tiny Tina, yeah. <laughs> yep. So it wasn't a God bless us, everyone, but hey, you know, it was her save the cat moment. <laughs> Thank you. I'll yeah. be here all week. Uh, <laughs> yeah it it i really did enjoy this but i it did make me wonder uh you know that bit there so they're examining it they there's the the poem and it says something like the the gem can be found in like the star of the show and so uh immediately daphne says well when we were upstairs i remember this you know like this really nice gold star up there and somehow and I, I guess we're just to assume she was eavesdropping. And, um, but somehow, as soon as they get up there, the ghost of Christmas never is there first. <laughs> and she grabbed the star. And, of course, chases and Sue and Scrappy manages to take it first. <laughs> <laughs> now, now did, you, did you get the riddle before we, you actually realized what it meant? I did, yeah. I uh, yeah, did. I thought the but, riddle was very obvious. It was like a <laughs> sixty, no, not sixties. It was like a Jim Carrey Riddler. Riddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, yeah. Riddler, if riddle. it was a sixties riddle, <laughs> we would never would have <laughs> got it. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to break crack some of those sixty-six Batman riddles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a riddle I, 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 in the form of a, a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, P. Holy smokes, Batman! It's a penguin. There's a P in this world. <laughs> <laughs> There's a C. We're going out to C. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'll oh, still man. watch it anytime it's on. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> um, uh, but that's wanna... how that's how part one ends with you know the, the yeah. ghost with the star and and you know they managed to to get the star back. See, now, if they would have just had the star on top of the Christmas tree like it's supposed to be, then, you know, <laughs> it, you know it, it would be in place. They would have saw the they would have saw the emerald. Well, I don't know. Are you guys star or angels, guys? We do I'm a star. star. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I have a star as well. Yeah, and I always like I always like the star because I put the uh, nativity set underneath the tree, so like yeah. you were looking at it, it's like the yep, star. So it's like the star. Yeah, there. Same yep. here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm big on that, and that was I didn't have a lot of things passed down to me uh, to the family, but but that was one of the things I did keep nice. that you know from my mom. Right on. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, you know the. They managed to get the star from the ghost and uh, they managed to trick the ghost again. You know, <laughs> Scooby dresses up as Santa this time, comes down the chimney and he he's like, the star, <laughs> I have a star for you. And so, <laughs> the ghost is like, really? Really? <laughs> he just starts looking at Santa's sack or Scooby Santa's sack. And he just, that, that, that's what she, <laughs> he just captures <laughs> He just captures the ghost. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's so ridiculous that it's awesome. Yeah. There had to be some Scooby snacks in there or something. Or something, yeah. Oh, I love that about the new movie, by the way, that he got Scooby got the name from the snack. From the snack. Not yeah. vice versa. Because that makes so much more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did like yeah. that too. There was a lot of cool little origin things in that uh, yep. in that movie. 
you know, especially just I, I loved how as they were growing up and you know together, it was like the exact theme song. You know, the, yeah, the I like that. Too. It was it was perfect. Yeah. Although you, the, the, the writing is so obvious in these things, like the beginning is like, like you see so many movies, like if you're a movie bus, you see so many movies, you know where it's going to go. So like yeah. the beginning when they're kids and Shaggy's like, gives him the collar, he's like, I'll never take it off. Yeah, you know, myself, right, oh, he's right. going to take it off. He's going to take it off. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Although I got to say, I was surprised uh, at the Captain Caveman cameo. That was really. Yeah, cool. that was awesome. I wasn't expecting that to see really him in there, cool. so that was really cool. <laughs> I, used make, I, I used to like the. They would all come on the Laugh Olympics. You all remember that? Yeah. And it would have yep. Scooby, yeah. but then Scooby had like a cousin, like Scooby or, Dumb or something like that. Right? Yeah, he was he was a great a great <gasps> dog, right? Yeah, yeah, he was a great. He he looked more Great Dane than Scooby did. Yeah, yes. and uh, I liked Scooby Dumb a lot more than Scrappy Doo. I'll say oh, that. I agree. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> argument here. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> but after after the like, they just you know get the ghost in a sack. Somehow you know, as Scooby's walking away, you can see the ghost like kick and tear the sack. And so, yeah, and when they're like, we caught we. I, what do they say? Like we nabbed the the ghost or something like that, and uh, they open it up, and of course it's gone. Scooby sticks his head through the hole where the ghost has escaped, <laughs> but it's at this moment that bum bum bum, our evil Mister Nickleby and his lawyer come in, and they have um can they have a, a notice that the building is now condemned, and the friend that Mister Nickleby was talking about was actually uh, like a building inspector. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, state building inspector or something like that. <laughs> it, it was real good how they they really tried to make it like oh it's obvious it's obviously Mister Nickleby, you know. Uh, even going back to the well, I have a friend, and but then they they're like, uh, well, uh, what about the ghost? You you know about the oh, ghost? Yeah, yeah. And he's that like, ghost. what ghost? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what ghost? <laughs> it's, I I can't do it, but it's funny. <laughs> So they they like hand him the thing and they're like it's legit you know the building's condemned and he's like ha ha now you have to sell to me although you know because <laughs> they're gonna destroy it so uh, you know it's like now they really have to find this emerald I guess I don't know why maybe <laughs> to pay for repairs but to, to uh, me it was like um, a- after he he announced that they're like okay well we're just gonna put on one last show yeah they did say that yeah yeah a little yeah. break in two in there or something. Break into <laughs> I do love man, that came out in 84 as well. <laughs> I'm telling you. In in 84 or in the 80s, if you were a bad guy, you had to have a pet cat, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, going over to Inspector Gadget. And Blofeld. <laughs> yeah. You if you're evil, you had to have that pet cat on the side. Yeah. I think that's how most cat people are eat anyways. <laughs> watch out anthony and i have cats <laughs> although we inherited ours we i my, I, I, my I wife have gotten a dog but <laughs> my wife does too so. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i say it so i have two cats and i have a dog but speak of speak of the dog the vet thinks there might be some great danger so i may have my own scooby <laughs> hey here you have your own scoob that's awesome yeah or you might have a scrappy don't oh, don't oh. don't do don't say that. <laughs> I, I mean, let me tell you something. He is a he is a four month old puppy. He acts a lot more like Scrappy now than he does. Right now, Scrappy. yeah, he's just, well, he's just yeah. He'll get there. 
<laughs> but as soon as you said that, I was I was thinking of Ricky Bobby, and you know, he's like, "Don't you put that on me!" You know, you know I mean? <laughs> and he tells him that he hopes like his his sons are you know great athletes, and then they get their you know talent taken away, or whatever. He's <laughs> that's, that's all I could think of. <laughs> Oh, you might have uh, a scrappy. No, don't you put that on me. <laughs> are you just cat scary or you got a dog too? No, uh, we, our cat is too, uh, no, it's not going to work yeah. with the dog. So we're, we're just waiting for her to, you know, expire. And then we, we shall get a dog after that. <laughs> yeah. No, we're, we're a two pet family. Yeah. We have a dog and a cat. That's cool. But the dog is with me and the cat's mama's. Gotcha. Pretty yeah. much how it's going in my household too, right now. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm the only one paying attention to her, man. Like, you know, and she's yeah. very protective. Well, I like, um, you know, speaking of, of dogs, getting back to the show. I I like how Nanette volunteered to take tickets, and everybody that comes in, she just dusts. So of course, you know, <laughs> hey, volunteering to take tickets. I mean, that's perfect cover to be over at the pageant, and at the same time. Uh, you know, just do your part, and then you have all that time to search. Which essentially, the, you know, she does. So there's they some start putting on their there. show, and uh, <laughs> Scrappy is like a sugar plum fairy. <laughs> and shaggy, it's like Shaggy and Scrappy, and they're just like <laughs> they're in tutus, and... tutus, yeah, the wings and everything. And <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's... but I always remember uh, Scrappy being like a king of disguises and stuff. He always had the different costumes and he'd come out in the little superhero outfit and stuff like that. But he didn't like this one at all. No. Well, I mean, you know, Sugar Who would? Fairy. I guess, yeah. You know, when you could be like, you know, the Nutcracker or, or something else. <laughs> but as there, as Mr. Nickleby's watching the show, the the lady sitting next to him is like, I think it was Mrs. Muffin Stuffer too, uh, but she's like, oh, look, it's the Nutcracker, the star of the show. And all of a sudden he's like, star? You, I'm supposed to look for the, <laughs> the star. So he like goes on stage and like starts assaulting Fred, like taking yeah. it, <laughs> just ripping his costume off, looking for the star. <laughs> was, was Fred in a frog costume at one point? Did, did y'all see that part? I think I missed that. I don't remember that. And and before he's in the in the Nutcracker costume, he's in that. And I'm like, what the hell was that? Why were there mushrooms on the stage? What what part of Christmas is mushrooms? <laughs> I guess they're in the Nutcracker land. I don't know. But... I did love Scooby's blonde wig, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta love the wig. They had some uh, good '80s mustaches too. They did have some good '80s stashes. Yeah, some some good Tom Selleck stashes. Oh yeah. But this is where his cat, you know, in the tussle, his cat somehow gets stuck up in the rafters and tiny Tina is able to go save the cat. And he's like, Oh, thank you. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but as they're thinking about it, you know, like, wait a minute, you, maybe it is in the nutcracker. Maybe it is in the star of the show. What if it's that old antique nutcracker that we found? And so the ghost who heard it, He's like, oh, yeah, and just runs out on stage to go <laughs> grab the Nutcracker. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's Again, it's it's very straightforward writing, but I enjoyed every bit of it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I did, too. And, and I think like especially part of it, <laughs> especially for the age group, I think it's a good way to, like, get kids, like, 
you know, thinking outside the box a little, like who might be yeah. behind this, what's the riddle mean, things right. like that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm telling you, the, the fans of Scooby-Doo in the 80s, they liked the Scream movie in the 90s, you know, because it was the same thing. It was a, a whodunit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I liked that, that it was more about the, uh, you know, uh, in this one, it's like, well, they're, you know, it's not a ghost. It's, you know, it's, there's got to be someone behind it. it you kind of have that feel of the original, you know, of course, Sho- yeah. Scooby and Shaggy were just scared anyway, but <laughs> Fred was just like, no, no, let's, you know, Fred and Daphne were, were much more calm. Like, no, this is someone. And so we get a big chase scene, you know, with uh, skis and carriage and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know the classic Hanna Barbera kind of chase scene, and they end, they end up catching the ghost, and they're like, "All right, let's see who's really under the hood." And uh, they <laughs> pull it off, and of course, it's Nanette, and they realize that that pin, that lapel pin, which we thought was W N for Winslow Nickleby, if you turn it around, is actually Nanette Musette and N M. Who could have guessed? I did. I'll tell you, I, I, I'm more than sure, and, and there's probably a lawsuit pending, but M. Night Shyamalan stoked from this when he uh, <laughs> <laughs> tried to make it this obvious thing, and then it was a uh, little backdoor uh, fake round. So, I'm, 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 <laughs> Scooby-Doo people need to get at me so I can uh, get that going. There, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, of course, they you know, they arrest her. They they find the emerald and uh on christmas morning mr nickleby comes in and he's like i want you guys to stay here forever here's your gift and he rips up the you know he rips up the the condemned i mean (laughs) if a building's condemned like if it's did he like just get his friend to say it was condemned or was it really like condemned you know because if it really (laughs) was if it really was that old and rickety and and his friend was like yeah I'll, i'll sign on no matter what. And I mean, the building's still unsafe, but if he just like used his, don't, don't you know, what, people with money like that condemned signs don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that, uh, that, that's what they do to get apartment bu- buildings ready in New York. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. You know, you know, <laughs> corners cut here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, it's a big happy ending, and of course they sing a little Scooby Dooby Doo song at the end. Scooby Dooby Doo, and all's fair and all ends well. It's it, it's it's the classic Scooby Doo song, you know. No, they sing it to uh the, to the uh, deck the hall. They just you know Scooby Dooby Doo Be Doo Doo. Oh okay, yeah 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 yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Do do you guys prefer the Scooby Doo? in uh, the franchise when it's actually people on masks versus when they start actually getting into the supernatural. I do. I, I, I liked it more as a mystery than I did as the, uh, like a, you know, a macabre, it's a real ghost or something. Know, a yeah. cult thriller kind of thing. I mean, they're both cool. I like. I enjoyed both of them, but I, I think it, I, I preferred the mystery version. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm hoping in this Velma version that it's, it is maybe a little bit more, uh, Hey, maybe it is like supernatural or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm going hey to you, you have to you have to look up that episode though because that episode to. is hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. <laughs> and then you know, too, Velma, they always gave her that um, 
I don't know that that different kind of uh, vibe there on Scooby Doo, and then they hand it to it in the more adult movies. I'm um, not the adult movies, but the live action movies and stuff like that. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna probably go that way, the same way they did with uh, Harley Quinn there. Yep. Oh yeah, could be, could be. I don't know, but man, either way, I, uh, either way it sounds like interesting. Like an HBO Max is doing a if, lot of good stuff. Like if they were to do like more of the uh, that magical supernatural thing, I mean, I could see her like her logical, you know, scientific brain trying to like cope with it. I think it would be really cool. Like, like that's a cool. That's uh, probably why they didn't have her in this episode because she would have she would have nabbed Nanette like that yeah, from the beginning. Velma, come on. <laughs> she's like a french maid that dusts everybody it's her yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean i mean velma if you look at it in terms of tis a podcast julia is velma and daphne combined tom <laughs> is fred and i'm shaggy <laughs> so who's scrappy there's no scrappy on don't the say show. me don't say me <laughs> <laughs> Todd Killian. <laughs> I, I, I like that's um, for all his Batman trolls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I knew it. I knew, I knew that's why. Um, Anthony, you and Tom were on were guessing on another show, and I uh, forgive me. I don't know which one it was. And maybe it was uh, on on um, Jerry's show. But uh, you guys said um, I, if, if you guys don't like us, there's a third person in our group that makes us a lot more uh, tolerable. i mean not to give away something that's in monday's episode but google definitively google definitively answers who's the best elf (laughs) because if you type into google tis a podcast list it will preview our list but it comes up with a picture of julia <laughs> she could clearly Google loves Julia more than being <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, you can hear her sometimes when when uh you know you guys get a little get a little feisty in there and you know Julia's the voice of reason. She always is, yeah. 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 Everybody likes Julia. She's awesome. She <laughs> but it does make me wonder, um, what would you guys say is your hap hap happiest? memory or moment of uh, Scooby-Doo. And this is the franchise as a whole, correct? As a whole, yeah, we'll do that. I think it's easier to I, do that. I'll never forget the Halloween, it was around Halloween season when Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island came out on VHS and mom brought it home. Like, uh, remember they used to sell like the VHSs in the store, like the mm-hmm. supermarkets, like the, yeah. at the end the aisle. She brought it home for me and my sister. And I remember it, that was a big deal when it came out. Like, the commercials were like, this time, the monsters are real. So I like was yeah. really excited to see that. And like, that movie is still, if you haven't seen that movie in a while, put it on. That movie while, holds yeah, it's, up. It's that is an awesome movie. Um, and I just, that, whenever I think of Scooby Doo, I think of the night my mother brought it home and me and my sister put it on. And, and yeah. Yeah. That's when I think of Scooby Doo, I immediately think of that specific film and I love it. And the big white case, right? The yep, big, the, those, case those big yeah. plastic cases. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are awesome. <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, if, if, if you get, Jerry, you have young kids, right? Uh, show them one of those one of those videos. Show them a video and just what do y'all think this does? 
<laughs> well, they, uh, at my my mother-in-law's, they still have VHS player and they still have all their Disney movies on those, you know, the big white chunky VHS cases. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they, they know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what about you, Joe? What would you say? Uh, uh, for me, like Scooby-Doo kind of led you into everything else. Um, you know, uh, I, I was already a fan of Batman and Robin, but you know, when they guessed on, on Scooby-Doo, you got to see them there. I didn't know who the Harlem Globetrotters were. They guessed it on Scooby-Doo and, and then it seemed like everything I was a fan of, Scooby-Doo was a fan of, or it somehow got mixed in together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I said, you know, um, you know, Batman's Batman and Robin's first off, but, uh, the Jackson five, you know, I was a fan of the Jackson five and they came out in Scooby-Doo. Tell you what though. I always wanted one of those huge sandwiches, you know, that they would use like a string oh. to tie down and make smaller. I always <laughs> wanted one of those. They looked amazing. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> and Dude, I never wanted to dog treats as much as Scooby snacks. Right? They always made them like, look really Shaggy good Shaggy ate them. So like they had to be good. I, I wanted to know what it tasted like. <laughs> well, well, just like Scoob explained, they're actually human snacks. And then he just feeds them to Scooby. Well, yeah, I still want to know what they taste like. <laughs> you go to the store now in the in the pet section, there's Scooby snacks. Oh yeah, I did know that. that is, yeah. That's awesome. No. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. yet to try one, but you know. I I think for me, uh, I just remember like coming home after school uh and just watching, you know, a couple episodes of Scooby Doo. I mean, you know, that it was in syndication, so I, mm. I got to see them all the time. It was great. And and I, I just always remember eating a snack and watching Scooby Doo. You know, that was like one of my my most favorite things. Uh, so yeah, Scooby Doo is just awesome, and to yeah. to know that they actually made like a, I mean, even though it was like really stuffed, uh, yeah, Christmas episode. Uh, I mean, it was just it was really cool, and I can't wait to finish out this series here, go back and rewatch. I was laughing through the whole episode, and I and I, I caught myself laughing, like you know, because I mean, some of it is what's called it's kind of hokey stuff, but. Then I, I was laughing on this side of it is the jokes that were jokes in the 80s are now dad jokes now. Yeah, so, you know, it's in my <laughs> time. True. They're definitely dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> my, my kids won't think it's funny, probably. But, you know, I'm there for it. I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> That's, that is true. <laughs> I, I did have one that I, uh, you know, it's uh, Shaggy and... um I think Velma, I mean, Daphne says duck. And he's like, like you duck, we're chicken. Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. And I just laughed myself. I, I wish I could do a Shaggy. I can't, but I, I laughed. I laughed so much for that one. Well, speaking of doing, uh, you know, of doing a Shaggy impression, we come to my favorite part of the episode, <laughs> which is a little segment I like to call gag me with the spoon. <laughs> so this is where we do our best impression of our least favorite part of the show. <laughs> Uh, as the guests, I'll let you go first, just kind of set up the scene. And then, of course, I will put it out there on, in the Twitterverse and see uh, who wins. And uh, if Anthony or I win, we will just get bragging rights, although I, I won't win. But if uh, if you win, Joe, then you can get a nice Totally Rad Christmas sticker or two. Awesome. So, uh, gentlemen, take it away. I... Um... I already gave you guys a preview of my gagging with a spoon. As every time Scrappy Doo opens his mouth and says his catchphrase, and he's like, "Puppy power!" 
I like that phrase. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it now. We're all there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What, what about you, Joe? Mine, again, it, it what made me cringe was just the when it first came out. But when she says, 5,000, that's chicken feed. <laughs> yeah. <I swear>. Tiny <laughs> Tina. <laughs> yes, I went back like two or three times and listened to that because I was like, I really thought they bleeped her <laughs> or something. <laughs> so, like, they're trying to be edgy here. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it was the 80s. <laughs> I mean, yeah. look at movies like Teen Witch and, uh, <laughs> oh. and all. I mean, the little brothers are, you know, Stop uh, that. Top that. Top that. Top that. That's right. <laughs> um, Maybe I'll do that for Halloween this year. Totally <laughs> rad teen witch. Um, I couldn't decide. I had two. There were two lines that I, I couldn't quite decide. Um, so maybe I should just pick one. But uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll pick Scrappy. And so this is the scene where they're uh, the chimney sweeps. And he's like, blind, <laughs> governor, you didn't have to call us. We can spot a dirty chimney a mile away. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. <laughs> Do, do your other one. Do your other one. <laughs> do my other. Okay, okay. Maybe I'll be better with this. It's Shaggy, uh, and this is when they're over. They're eavesdropping on uh, Nickleby talking with his lawyer. He goes, uh, "Like, did you hear that? It sounds like he's in cahoots with the ghost." Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was good. That was really good. <laughs> okay, now I, I need you to do the duck, not duck. We're chicken. <laughs> But like you, duck, we're chickens. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. And then the the classic Scooby Doo gag where they run out of a window or something like that, and and uh, you know realize that they're running on air and, and oh, they're fall. just kind of floating there for a bit. Yeah, yeah. And I laughed at that. Like I was just like, <laughs> I totally laughed at that. You know, it, it took me back. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things in here that. Uh, that made it kind of special and you're right anthony it felt like to- it really felt like a christmas episode uh the tree looked beautiful um you know the costumes were great uh you know i think the ghost of christmas never kind of reminded me of the the ghost of christmas future from the um the dukes of hazard christmas episode like i think they kind of have a similar vibe if i remember correctly you know, they're both like whitish uh, with the hood and everything. Uh, uh, but yeah, it just, it really felt Christmassy. It really did. I don't know. There was a white hood on Dukes of Hazard. There might've been something else there. Today. <laughs> 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 oh. in, Hazard, in Hazard County. <laughs> <laughs> now, man, oh. that's another thing I'm going to have to go watch now. Dukes of Hazard? The, I, I didn't know there was a Dukes of Hazard Christmas special. Yeah, it was from, uh, well, they, they had their own Christmas episode, but also um, there was a cartoon and it was in the, in the yeah, that's right, that's right. Christmas you know, cartoon. There's a Christmas episode as well. Uh, and it's funny because they both kind of do um, a Christmas carol, although they're in very different ways. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Christmas carol is just one of those things that like, if you're going to do a Christmas episode, you got to, you got to cover it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Seems like that's that's the thing now. It's either that or it's a wonderful life. <laughs> or die hard. I'll say die hard. How about I'm, that? <laughs> me and my me and me and my son watched Die Hard this year as a as a Christmas movie. Nice. Yeah. yeah I'm I'm gonna do a bonus episode on the uh Brooklyn nine nine die hard episode. Oh so, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited for that. 
Um, but you know, GI Joe, they, they taught us that, uh, knowing is half the battle. What do you guys think is the other half? The other half of the battle is remembering that when you've got a mystery to solve, Scooby-Doo's ready f- for his act and doesn't hold back. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to have a Scooby snack. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. got to have a Scooby snack. <laughs> if he comes through, only if he comes that's through. That's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> what about you, Joe? Uh, uh, for me, again, it was uh, it was a good episode, but Scooby is always better with Velma involved. Yep, I like that. Well, those are better than mine. Mine is, uh, if knowing is half the battle, the other half is checking antique nutcrackers for hidden emeralds. Oh, <laughs> oh m- mine should have been that nutcrackers go on top of the tree now. I, I never knew that. <laughs> that is, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, guys, it's been fun. Uh, what do you want to plug? Like, tell me about your show. Uh, I feel like I've I feel like I've been on the show so much. I feel like uh, <laughs> people know my whole spiel by now. But mm-hmm. I am one third of the host of Tis the Podcast, the podcast determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive, three hundred and sixty five days a year by reviewing Christmas movies and television shows. Um, so every Monday, wherever you can find podcasts, streaming or downloading, you uh, search Tis the Podcast and. Uh, You'll find us covering a new, uh, a new Christmas themed something this upcoming week. Well, when are you dropping this? Uh, in three weeks. Yeah. So. Oh, so I have no clue what's coming up. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we just fit, we just wrapped up TV month. So we covered all the home improvement Christmas episodes: Boy Meets World, Alf, um, lots of fun stuff. Community. We have some Rankin Bass <laughs> stuff coming up. Community with Jerry D. Yeah, um, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh we have some rankin bass stuff coming up little Ooh, drummer fun. boy and the first christmas snow um good ones yeah and also this up uh, this year uh leading up to christmas itself every thursday in your feeds you'll get a bonus episode um an ongoing christmas story that i wrote called another christmas story and uh every thursday me tom julia or one of our listeners or another podcast host like jerry d here <laughs> will read a chapter to y'all and uh it's gotten a lot of positive feedback so far so check it out yeah. i think y'all will really like it it's good yeah. you definitely should yeah yeah uh, i've been enjoying it yeah very Thanks. entertaining story thank uh, you joe what about you um uh, well this was uh my first podcast as y'all can tell i was doing air quotes and and stuff you know that totally <laughs> wouldn't visual bits always kill on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no yeah, i was always told i had a face for podcasts so uh, whatever that means that's right yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah this is my first podcast so guys uh thank you guys for having me uh jerry but uh you can find me um i'm usually on the friday night faithful uh fan page that's uh uh, fan page for a podcast that we have out of San Antonio uh, here called Just Another Friday Night. And what we usually do is uh, they get on, the boys get on on Friday night and, you know, we talk about everything, um, you know, everything comic book related, wrestling related, you know, pop culture stuff in general, but, you know, go on different, different tangents, you know, what's our favorite music and, and stuff like that. But they do a Facebook live episode mm-hmm. and, very you interactive. Know, it, yeah. it it goes from two hours to four hours sometimes, and uh, you know it just be like five or six of us on there. But you know it, it's a lot of fun. You know, 
Well, if you so, guys, I know Jerry's into comic books, and so, I know you are into comic books. I'd love to have you guys on for our Patreon episode to discuss the Snyder the cut. Snyder so, cut. Yes. Oh, drops. Yeah. Uh, well, for us, it's it tomorrow. Dropped three weeks ago. For you guys, it's three weeks ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so, wait. Uh, what, what am I missing here? You got it three weeks ago. No, no, <laughs> no, because no, I'm releasing episode, the episode three. Oh, okay, okay, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was gonna say, God, how did I miss that? <laughs> well, I, you know, I know some guys. Right. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you definitely do, Jerry. I was you on know. a couple of podcasts, and I know some guys. No, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'm a big fan of the Kevin Smith podcast. I'm sure I'm going to see you on there one day. No, that, that, man, would, be, that would be awesome. No. <laughs> that would be so cool. Uh, but you know, guys, thanks again for coming on and talking Scooby Doo and just making me remember Anytime. all the cool stuff. And uh, I think on that note, I'm going to end it by saying Scooby Dooby Doo, be Doo, be Doo. So check us out on our social media pages Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling like Mr. Nickleby on Christmas morning, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Now, don't forget to vote later, dudes. And I'll stop. We're the elves from Tis the Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Julia. And I'm Tom. And Tis the Podcast is a proud member of the Christmas Podcast Network. Join us each week as we rank, review, and discuss all your favorite Christmas movies and television shows. Sometimes we agree, sometimes it's a verbal brawl, but each and every week is guaranteed to be fun. Come join us.